Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I promised you I'd talked about this previously as a preview, and last night I watched Tina, the HBO documentary about Miss Tina Turner. Directed by Dan Lindsay and TJ Martin, the documentary charts Tina's early fame, the private and public personal and professional struggles and her return to the world stage as a global phenomenon in the 1980s with Angela Bassett, Oprah Winfrey, journalist Kurt Loder, playwright Katrina Hall, Tina's husband Erwin Bach are among the interviews in the intimate documentary. This documentary, I've got to I've got to tell you, I've loved Tina Turner ever since the 80s and then to go back, you know, and hear River Deep Mountain High, that song that she recorded with Phil Spector begrudgingly Ike Turner didn't like it and and already had said oh it's going to fail this documentary first of all this is a love letter to Tina Turner to her fans to the to those who are inspired by her story you know the fact that she left Ike Turner in the 1970s and then she felt that that was behind her and she noticed that always in interviews people were always asking about Ike and so she and Kurt Loder wrote I Tina basically to put to bed all those questions about Ike but it continued and then the movie of what's love got to do with it based on the autobiography I Tina by Tina Turner and Tina Turner when they would do press for it she would say I didn't see the movie but she loved Angela Bassett she loved that Angela Bassett had played her she thought it was phenomenal and Oprah's in this documentary so many of of uh, her friends are in it just talking about what went on early on with Ike Turner? And you know, yes, Ike Turner did have one of the first early rock and roll records. And um, Tina says that it was after when Ike died that she she made peace with him. She for, she forgave him, and that's very powerful of her to say of everything that he put her through. You know what I mean? So. This, this documentary is it's long and it's told in five parts those are those are the best documentaries though I got to tell you at 158 minutes 2021 uh, what are the wealth of never before seen footage audio tapes personal photos and new interviews including with the singer herself Tina presents an unvarnished and dynamic account of the life and career of music icon Tina. Turner. Everything changed when Tina began telling her story, a story of trauma and survival. That gave way to a rebirth as the record-breaking queen of rock and roll. But behind closed doors, the singer struggled with survivor narrative that meant her past was never fully behind her. Directed by Dan Lindsay and TJ Martin. This this is a this is a documentary for the ages telling the story of this icon, Tina Turner. And I am so in awe of her. And, you know, I, I never got to see her in concert. Uh, but, you know, we've all seen the, the concert footage. And it's Tina Turner. 
and you can hear this. So there's an audio interview that she did in 1980, 81, and it is throughout the documentary. And that's how the documentary is told. And then it's Tina sitting down with the directors in 2019. This was all done before COVID. This is done before everyone went on lockdown. And it is truly, it is truly amazing. And some of it I had to stop and just kind of, you know, Tina talks about her mother. She talks about the first time she met Ike Turner and he didn't believe she could sing. And finally, one night, the drummer brings her the mic and she sang. And he knew he had a star. And he, Nick, he renamed her Tina Turner and he did that for the record deal. He, He knew that in order for them to be successful... They had to change her name to Tina Turner because her name was Anna Mae Bullock from Nutbush, Tennessee. In fact, the song Nutbush, Tennessee Limits, written by Tina Turner herself. These five chapters of the documentary are truly powerful. You get a sense with Tina Turner that she never she never intended to be a performer. I think eventually, originally she was going to be a nurse and then she you know every everything changed and and that's that's what happens and it it premiered on saturday night uh my goodness you you get to see footage of her late son craig turner talking about her talking about the times that she wasn't there as a mother the things that she went through when she left Ike and, and, and how she left Ike and how it, she never looked back and really said, and he got everything and she knew she took the name. She said, that's all she wants. She wants is the name of Tina Turner. And Ike almost fought her on it because he recognized what she was going to do with it, you know, and she did some lounge circuits and went to Vegas and then want, needed a manager and met. Roger Davies and Roger Davies said okay and got her a record deal with Capitol Records and then she met Mr. Terry Britton who wrote you know had written what's love got to do with it what's love got to do with it was actually a song for another uh, for a group and with Tina they changed the arrangements they had her sing in a lower register and then she just put her stamp on it she never thought it would be a hit never but uh, others said this is going to be a hit Tina and it was and won her the Grammy for record of the year and but you know she doesn't see that as a comeback she sees that as her first album because everything before that was Ike you know this documentary you get to see you get to hear and see tina turner being very very honest the fact that she came from a a home life uh, where abuse was where her father and mother fought all the time and then one day her mother left and then her father left and um yeah it was it was it was an interesting moment and um you know, as always, I will be back. I'm going to gather some more information. Stay tuned, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Good evening, and I'm back. 
on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast talking about last night's Tina documentary on HBO. That was amazing. And you know, Tina Turner, in terms of I'm a Sagittarius, she's a Sagittarius. We have a we have a way of rising from the ashes as she has done on many occasions you know um the last tour that she did in 2000 and then to come back in 2008 and do her final tour because she realized you know she has talked about you know how her body started to change she needed to take heart medication but this documentary on hbo was intense here you go here's a taste I got nothing. No money, no house. So I said, I'll just take my name. And then we were trying to get a record deal. Nobody would touch Tina Turner. She'd play anywhere just to make the money to get by. My dream is to be the first black rock and roll singer to pack places like the Stones. When she became successful, the past came up. Her story reached so many people who felt like they had to keep their secrets locked away deep down. It's hard. One of the worst parts of your life has been an inspiration. No, I don't consider it a comeback. Tina had never arrived. I have to remember those times. But at a certain stage, forgiveness takes over. What a powerful documentary about a living legend and I love that she is still with us to be able to talk about that, to to be able to put the past to bed as she has done in this documentary. It is um, directed by Daniel Lindsay and T.J. Martin, producer Simon Chin. And that, there was a little bit of Proud Mary playing, just the vocal part, you know, and I have to reference that because I don't, I don't want to get in trouble for copyright, you know. Yeah, she, uh, she has talked about in the documentary, she was living a life of death, you know, the abuse, uh, there was a suicide attempt, and how there are certain pictures she would look at. She says you could tell how one eye was smaller than the other because he would he had hit her in the eye and the abuse. And uh, it was tough. It's tough. And then to she never you know she says that in the clip she never considered private dancer as a comeback. She was she kept going. You know it was that people started to catch up. She always felt that private dancer was her first album. You know, because everything she had done with Ike seemed like it was, you know, a hundred years before. And it and it was. And this was her moment to rise. And this documentary, you get to hear Tina Turner be very, very candid. You know, in the past she had, had talks with 60 Minutes and Oprah. I think her Oprah interview and the 60 Minutes interview are probably her most candid. You know, Mike Wallace... Mike Wallace, who really dug deep. In fact, there's a really there's a really cute moment if I could find it. <sighs> what a what an icon! What an icon! And beautiful, still very very radiant. You know, uh, uh, 
really has uh, uh, if I can if I can find it um, yeah but the Mike Wallace interview oh my goodness there's uh <laughs> if you remember and i think tina did this because she remembered mike wallace had sat down with um streisand and that interview you know streisand and, and mike wallace but i have to play this for you here you go i had no intention of going to one but when ed bradley was unable to do this profile i jumped at the chance for this lady is a legend. Whatever you want me to do. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> she looks 19. <laughs> but you just remember one thing on our first meeting. You must be good to me. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be good to you. Are you sure? why, why would I be otherwise? Just make sure you be good to me. You mean? Well, that was surely no chore, for she is a joy to be with offstage. And see how she says that you must be good to me because I think she saw the Barbara Streisand interview where he went, you know, 20 or 30 years of psychoanalysis. I'm saying to myself, what is it that she's trying to learn that takes 20 or 30 years? I'm a slow learner. Yeah. Yeah. I love Barbara Streisand. Come on. Come on. This Tina Turner interview, though, I mean, like I said, she's she's had candid interviews um, this is, of course, her talking with Oprah. Records. He said, why don't you keep it with the girl's voice? I like it. And then, I, you know, he hadn't considered that. So then, uh, Ike's problem was he was a musician that always wanted to be a star. And was a star locally, but never internationally to travel. So he then changed the name to Ike and changed my name to Tina because if I ran away... Tina was his name. It was patent, as you call it. So, so he could own you. So he could own me. I am smart. He was an educated smart man, but he has a common sense and a, and a really strategy and con. So he owned you. Yes. He owned so he came back. I didn't even know that that was the name on the record. And so... Isn't that interesting? And that's Tina being very candid in 2013 with Oprah and telling Oprah that she's found her nirvana at that moment in her life. And then later on, she would go on to have a stroke, um, have, I believe it was cancer, and then had to, you know, have another kidney. And here we are. Tina Turner at 81 years old on HBO being very, very candid and very, very honest. You know, um, some of Tina's good friends, though, who aren't in the documentary, and, and I can understand why. Well, um, you know, she's good friends with Cher. She's good friends with Anne Margaret. So, but this, this is this is all Tina. You know what I mean? This is a. Uh, here we go. My mother. She used to sit in the window of the kitchen when she was making dinner on Sundays. I used to just watch her. I thought she was so pretty. One day she wasn't in that window. She was never in it again. I wanted her to come for me. And I waited. She never did. And it's all right. You know why? And, and, and it, it's interesting. There's there's not a lot of clips that we can reference on YouTube, which is kind of good. That that gives you an idea and a sense 
of this this documentary is so amazing. First of all, I wanna I wanna say happy Passover and happy Palm Sunday to everybody. You know, um, I, I want to give a shout out to my friend. His son is celebrating Passover. Uh, you know, it's always been a, a special thing for them. And then Palm Sunday, you know. So yeah, it was a it was an interesting weekend, and I watch films and I go outside. But oh, that Tina Turner documentary, that was awesome. And so Tina Turner, thank you for sharing your story with us. You know, you were born Anime Bullock um, in Nutbush, Tennessee, and here you are at this moment. You're Nirvana. Tina Turner has always unpleasant dreams.